0: This is Things I Need to Learn in Life I Didn't Learn in School, covering everything we should know as adults that got glossed over in our classrooms with your host, Wave
1: News anchor Don G. Thank you for joining me, Dawn G, for another episode of Things I Need to Learn in Life I Didn't Learn in School. I want to thank my guests for joining me today, David James, who is here today. Your title, a little long, give it to me. Give me the whole thing, the Deputy whole Mayor. Thing?
0: All right. So it's Deputy Mayor of Emergency Services.
1: Oh, it's not too long. Yeah. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. But when I I guess I say it's it's long, I'm thinking of everything that you're over. Mm-hmm. That list is long. That you can't long. tell me that that list is that, long. That
0: list is pretty long.
1: Can you give me that whole long sure. list? I okay. I'll I was g- going to say I'll without looking at a cheat g- sheet. I'll, g- I'll give it a
0: shot. Uh, uh, the fire department. Uh, Metro Corrections, Emergency Management Agency, Metro Safe Three One One, Metro Animal Services, uh, ABC, um, Office of Healthy and Safe Neighborhoods, uh, uh, Group Violence Interdiction. Yeah, uh, I think that's it.
1: Okay, I was going <laughs> to say, and, and yeah, yes. your your list is really very long. A lot of. Really, 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 and I can't stress enough, really important things.
0: Yeah, all all, all that good stuff that, that we all depend on.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I wanted you to come uh, for a number of reasons. I have to say this first. Uh, If I seem very friendly or whatever like that, I have known David most of my life. He is a friend of mine. So yes, we are friends, but I will talk to him uh, in an official manner today. At least I'll try to. (laughs) I'll try to do that. Uh, But there are a lot of things that are going on around town that I really want people to know about. Absolutely. Because I feel like for me, I say this all the time, this is my community. I'm responsible for it. Amen. If something is going good, I I hope I'm a part of it. If something's going bad, I hope that I'm part of, you know, fixing yes. that problem. And I, I heard you once speak, I think it was at my mom's church, you were talking about ambassadors. Yes. And I feel like not enough people know what this ambassador program is.
0: Absolutely. So uh, one of the things that I'm over is uh, group violence interdiction and addiction in the Office of Healthy and Safe Neighborhoods. And so through that, uh, we have uh, neighborhood uh, ambassadors, community ambassadors, and so uh, we uh, get them trained uh, through the Office of Healthy and Safe Neighborhoods to to help combat uh, the violence that we're having in our community. Um, and the theory behind that is is that um, the people have you ever heard the the thing of it takes a village to raise a child? And so so basically, it's the same theory, and that we're saying we want our neighbors uh, who know kids in our neighborhood best um, to talk to them, right? And to help put them on a different track than than what some of them have decided to do. Um, And so we need people that know them by a first name basis um, that they may look up to, uh, to reach out to them, talk to them, and help them get into a positive Uh, Mindset as opposed to a negative mindset uh, where um, life is important and treating each other with dignity and respect is important.
1: Now, when we were kids, that's that's how it was. It wasn't like we had to call on somebody to do it. That's how it was. Absolutely. If, if I did something at school and I was always like, How they know? Like, who told them? By the time I got home, every little old lady or old man or whoever happened to be home and wasn't working anymore was saying, Now Dawn.
0: Exactly.
1: What made you think? That you could, or if they saw me outside throwing rocks, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't go tell my mom. They they would would come and fix it. They'd say, put that rock down. Exactly. We don't do that anymore. No,
0: we don't. And that's adding to a lot of problems that we have. A lot of times, parents now will say, why why did you say something to my child? And uh, we've somehow lost that community, family spirit that everybody that lived on the block was a part of the family and responsible for all the kids on the block. right? And we still have some that are like that, but not a lot. And so um, that has led, uh, in a way, to where we are now. And so we're trying to um, get people to embrace the fact that we all have a responsibility to make our community safer.
1: So you're asking for these ambassadors to step in and be part of a young person's life. is. And I, I think I know the answer to this question because I know when I'm reporting news now, I'm flabbergasted when I hear a 14-year-old stole a car or a 14-year-old shot this person or a 12-year-old is charged with murder. Yes. Um, again, something I think new in our society that didn't happen when we were 12 no. uh, and 14 year years old. We are seeing more very young people involved in more serious crimes.
0: We are. And, and it's, it's heartbreaking. I just left um, a meeting about this just a few hours ago. And so we have very, very young people, 12, 10, uh, carrying guns, using guns, shooting people with guns, shooting at people with guns, stealing cars, um, and it's, it's unacceptable behavior. Um, And so trying to reel that in uh, is a challenge. And so, uh, as you know, uh, we just uh, legislation just passed in Frankfurt yesterday for House Bill 3, uh, which will allow for the Youth Detention Center to open back up at 8th and Chestnut. And so um, we're trying to do a lot of things to try and help children um, get into a better place in their, their mindset um, including mental health therapy and, and things like that. But when it comes down to it, we need adults to help be responsible and help these children.
1: Yeah. I, 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 okay, so we have the kids that are doing this. They are carrying guns. They, they I know that carjacking has gone up like 300% or, or something like that. And so we... Maybe we have to have the detention center back, but that's not where you want them no it's to absolutely end up. not that's that yeah. we can't police or uh jail our way out of this problem that's correct. that is not a possibility
0: that's correct uh, unfortunately, some of our children their lives have become so um
1: out of place, yeah, yeah, and 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 I'm just saying this. Uh, mm-hmm. David is not saying this. I'm saying this. That I, my daughter's a teacher, and so I'm you know, I'm in the school system a lot. My mother, an educator, mm-hmm. everybody in my family, an educator, but me, because I just don't have the patience. Uh, and so you have to. Uh, education is is not a job; it's a calling. But I see students who are put in situations that at 60 years old I've never been put in Absolutely. and I think how do you expect them to thrive it's a, like it, those babies don't have a chance
0: exactly we have children whose main focus in life isn't learning it's surviving
1: my daughter says mom I hope I get a chance to teach today mm-hmm. and the first time she said it I said okay so are you like you do your job right and she said my job first is are they safe? Mm -hmm. When my kids come in, is something going on at home where they're not safe? And I didn't get that until we found out, little six-year-old, let me see if I can, I've had such an emotional day today. Uh, Little six-year-old girl in her classroom, her uncle was was raping her. She's six. And that was something we had to deal with. He broke her glasses. I had to buy her new glasses because the family couldn't afford new glasses. I'm thinking, how. getting through all of this? But she says, I have to make sure they're safe. Mm-hmm. Then I have to find out, are, are they eating? Mm-hmm. Then I have to find out, are there any other situations at home that need to be taken care of? Are they homeless? Do they have heat? Do they have water? I mean, she's naming all these things. And she said, if those things are taken care of in that child's life, I get to teach.
0: Right. It, it is, you know, we have put so much pressure on our teachers uh, that teaching is Becoming secondary in some places and, you and know, they're
1: saving our kids
0: exactly they are and going back to the youth detention center be, because the youth detention center will be there there will be children that will be alive simply because their lives at home were so dangerous oh. and that the fact that they are in the youth detention center they'll get a high school education people won't hurt them But that's not how life is supposed to be. That is absolutely not what life is supposed to be.
1: Okay, tell me, a caring citizen, what am I supposed to do and how do I sign up?
0: So, we have uh, an office called the Office of Healthy and Safe Neighborhoods. You often hear it referred to as Ocean. Uh, We have a very good director over there. His name's Paul Callanan. And um, if you would like to help and be involved, um, you simply call 502 574-6949 and tell them that you're a citizen and that you just want to help. And we have lots of opportunities there for people to help and be involved in children's lives.
1: And if you forget that information, you could call 311 and Absolutely. ask about ambassadors. You can Google it. So don't yeah. say, oh, well, I didn't do it because I couldn't forget. I didn't okay. get that number. I didn't get what David said. Oh, he said right. it too fast. There's always a way. You can call me uh, and get that information because even if I don't know it, I'll Google it for you or I'll call David. Or
0: you can go to the Louisville Metro website and type and get in. get it. Yeah, and get it. It, yeah. it. It's there. We need your help.
1: Okay, so what's that going to take, though, for me? Am I spending money? How much? time is it going to take what are my duties
0: it is up to you we it won't cost you money okay um, but sometimes it's just we want you to spend two hours a week with oh. a young person right that's that's the minimal right just two hours a week
1: okay here's my takeaway all right this is just what I think mm-hmm if you start off with two hours mm-hmm. oh it'll get your heart
0: yeah that's right
1: it'll get your heart and you're, you'll do more. Absolutely. You'll, you'll do more.
0: I, I think people do more. I've seen people do more. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to. No. But, but that opportunity is there. I, I've seen people say, I'm going to do my two hours, and that's going to be it. And the next thing you know, they're doing 10 hours a week trying to help more kids. Yeah. And so we have a shortage of, of, of grownups uh, that want to help. And so I'm just here asking for that help.
1: Right. The the city is asking. I'm asking. David is asking. The kids who are in trouble uh, are asking. Now, also, uh, there's been talk where, uh, you know, sometimes people see things that are going on Mm -hmm. and maybe they don't know where to call. Maybe they know... Uh, so-and-so is doing drugs, or they've kind of seen a house where they think maybe drug activity is going on, and they go, well, this is not a 911 call. Mm-hmm. It's not an emergency call. But now they're somewhere where they can call where they can say, this is what I think is going on. Absolutely. And it's not 911.
0: Correct. So you can dial 574-7111. That's 574-7111. And uh, say that you want to uh, report a drug crime, for example or um, some other thing that is not an emergency, not a life safety issue, but more importantly, uh, a drug crime. Because when drugs are being sold in the neighborhood, it becomes a quality of life issue uh, for the people that live around that. And so Chief uh, of LMPD has made that a priority uh, to make sure that we're addressing the drug crimes along with the other violence because sometimes those drugs are the source of the violence. And so I, I think that uh, she's done a great job with that. And, and we're looking for people to call and, and tell us about those types of things.
1: I think, too, that maybe that makes it a, a little, you know, when you call 911, that's the scary call. Right, that exactly. means emergency, right. no fire, uh, where if you call this number, you can just talk to the person on the mm-hmm other line and say this is what I've seen, this is what I think, you might want to check it out.
0: Absolutely. You is could, it
1: anonymous or do I have to give that information?
0: You don't have to give up your information.
1: Okay. Because it, some people are scared about that. Too. They
0: are. They are. And and, and it, it may be that you have um, a house on your street that you notice 300 people come to every day and and uh, it just seems bizarre and so something there is going on. Normally. What's going on there is drug sales. And so reporting those types of things are helpful to the police. Uh, As you know, we are 290 officers short on the police department. And so they can't be everywhere all the time. And they need the information of the citizens to help with that.
1: Yeah, because when you start, I mean, it, it starts from there. You start selling drugs, and then people get hooked on the drugs. And then people need money because they're hooked on, hooked on drugs. So then people start breaking into your home because they need money because they're hooked on drugs. <laughs> exactly. And it's just a
0: a vicious cycle. And it, it just gets worse and worse. And it usually doesn't end in a good place.
1: Uh, I know that you have dedicated 90% of your life to service. Mm-hmm. Uh, first as a, a police officer. Um do you want to say why you became a police officer because sure. I know that 's a whole thing now it
0: 's a, a whole thing it
1: 's a whole thing. It's people whole who don 't like the officers, and mm-hmm. then there are African American officers and people say, "Hi, are you an officer you 're African American and the police are after african Americans and we did find that there is racism in the city always yes. been racism though in Kentucky, unfortunately, that is, true. that is how we have been probably since the beginning of Kentucky. Uh, And I know a lot of people find that hard to believe, but if you're not in this skin, Mm -hmm. uh, you don't have to believe it because it it won't affect you. Uh, But you became a police Mm -hmm. because of racism in police.
0: that's correct. So um, when I was very young, uh, I I grew up on 43rd Street in the 1300 block down by Wayne Supply Company. And I grew up in the early 60s and I saw, you know, the TV and the, the dogs and all that and one of my neighbors came home uh, with a broken arm. There, she was protesting a sit-in, and the police broke her arm, and it angered me. And I thought, well, that's not good. So we ended up moving to be the first black family that lived on a street called Darlene uh, in Shively. And um, some one of the neighbors, our two neighbors uh, down the street from ours, uh, beat me up in the backyard and calling me the N-word, and uh, you know. Um, Our next door neighbor came over and helped. Um, And then the police showed up and they told us that because we were the N-words, we were going to have to move out of the neighborhood. Um, The police. The police. Mm -hmm. And our neighbor, who was white, came over and told them to get off our yard and we weren't moving anywhere. Mm. And um, then when I was about 15 years old, um, a police officer, I was walking home from a high school football game. Um, with my band uniform on, stopped his car and hit me in the mouth, broke my teeth. And so um, a neighbor came out and stopped him from doing that. And so I wanted to join the police department so I could make sure that police didn't do things like that to people that look like you and me.
1: A lot of people don't get that, though.
0: They don't. But I felt like, you know, I could throw rocks from the outside and try to change, or I could be on the inside and try to influence. And so that's... That's why I became a police officer to try to be the best police officer I could be, and be an example for other people and try to be in places and have conversations to to not have those type of things happen.
1: So whether you're black, red, white, yellow, pink, blue, those of us who want equity and equality and love and justice and peace for us all need to work. Absolutely. From the inside. Right. And 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 like as crazy you. as you, I'm working, <laughs> as crazy as it might sound, even for those people who hate people like you or I, you work for them too.
0: I do. Absolutely. You know, you Absolutely. have to because
1: they deserve uh, to be in a, in a safe place as well. And you hope at some point they realize mm-hmm. uh, that we should all be living and happy together. Um, I, I don't know if there's something that uh, you want to make sure the public knows or, uh, something that uh, we've missed or maybe you just haven't even had a chance to talk about.
0: Yeah, I just want to say a few things. So we're eight weeks into a brand new administration. Uh, so Mayor Craig Greenberg is the new mayor. Mm-hmm. And just two days ago, he did a uh, mayor's night out, something that Mayor Abramson did A long time ago, all the time. And so uh, the city's missed that for the last 12 years. And so he had the first one just the other night, and and many, many people showed up from around the city. And so we're going to have a few more coming up, and I'd like to just tell everybody so they could kind of mark it on their calendar. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So on May the 19th, we're going to have one in uh, South Louisville. Uh, June the 27th, we'll have one at the Louisville Central Community Center, and September the 12th at the Government Center out there on the Outer Loop. And so those are going to be coming up, and they're going to be something that uh, Mayor Greenberg is going to be doing constantly over his administration uh, every, every few months, trying to com- connect with the citizens and, and talk to people and listen to hear what they have to say, along with his staff and all of his department heads, so that we can have a more inclusive uh, government. And, and, and try to help people and, and provide the services that they need. And I just want everybody to try and show up and come out and think about what they want to talk about.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's really strange to me. Uh, people will call all the time, and they'll have a complaint, and I say, well, have you called your council person? And uh, nine out of ten times they'll say, who? Right. I'm like, do you know who your council person is? <laughs> I'm like, My what? I, do you know what district you live in? They, they won't know what district they don't. And I'm thinking, you you voted on this person. Exactly. Like, and they won't remember. Um, you have to be active.
0: You do. You do. You have to. I, I always tell people that, you know, um, you, it's your community, right? It's your government. And so you have to tell your government what you want. And if you don't tell your government what you want, they have to assume what you want. And you know what happens when you I, assume. Hello. Hello. <laughs>
1: That is not a good thing. And, and, and just because you're active in government does not mean that everything you want
0: you're get, is going right? to happen.
1: But I can guarantee you if you're not active, nothing, a- nothing, absolutely. nobody's going to hear your absolutely. voice. Absolutely. I agree. Nobody's going to hear your voice. So
0: I say learn who your council person is. Know who the mayor is. Don't be afraid to call their offices. They want to hear from you. And you may say, well, I'm just going to be complaining. That's okay. That's why they, they were in for office. They want to hear your complaint. Um, and, and sometimes they'll say, well, what is your suggestion? Well, how do you think we can fix that? And I think it's really good when someone says, this is my suggestion, and, and then we're actually able to do that. Because so, it happens. Because it happens. It happens every day. And so I, I, I just encourage people to get involved call and and as far as our violence is concerned um, please 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 find a young person that you can help
1: yeah it, it's funny I, I can tell you I know it works my poor mother my mother lives in the city of Shively. I know when they see her walk into uh, the for the meetings they're like oh my lord she is here but she yeah. is at every meeting
0: you know she she came out to help uh, during a Christmas program we did. And, and she, there were some young kids rolled around. She, she's like, young man,
1: come over oh here. Oh my Lord. Did she not?
0: What are you doing? Young man, sit
1: down over there. Who do you? And I was like, oh Lord, did she not, David? She did. Yeah.
0: And, and they listened to her. They did? They did. Yeah. So, so embrace a young person and, and try to help them.
1: That's what, that's, that's what we have to do. And as parents, don't. Don't get so angry if exactly. somebody's loving, you know, on your on your child.
0: Absolutely. They're just trying to help you.
1: Just trying to help. All right. Uh, anything else? Any numbers? Anything else? We got everything. No,
0: I think we got everything. All right. You've I done appreciate great.
1: you. Thank you. Thank well, you. Well, you did great. thank you for sharing and uh just for everybody to know you're part of this community you make it what it is and we're responsible for it so let's just all do it together i hope you learned something today things i need to learn in life i didn't learn in school as always i thank you for listening and i hope you'll join us again